Hey guys, welcome to episode 45, Heart Fast Fitness, brought to you by Team Amino Pure, Rejuvenated HRT and Amino Pure Labs. Um, wanted to just do a quick intro to episode 45, lifestyle, lifestyle eating, especially while the holidays are right around the corner with us, uh, 4th of July coming up. And uh, Vinny and I really dive into a lot of tips as to how to maintain and keep on track of your nutrition goals while you're still able to enjoy lifestyle eating out with friends, family events, holidays, whatever it is. Uh, the message and the moral of this podcast is to, to really give our clients um, a sense of security that um, there is a thing called balance. And balance is something that I think is important for all of us to have, um, that it's, it's okay to go out and have a meal with family and friends because our loved ones uh, are only around us for a short period of time. Life is very short. Uh, don't get entrenched or caught up in the daily grind of, I have to be perfect. There is no such thing as being perfect. Now, with that being said, if you're in a contest prep, it's a different story. Uh, if you have goals to, to shred out in 12 weeks, a different story, you do have to practice diligence and, and, and at least try to be as good as you can. That, that's a different story. Um, this podcast is great. I, I really have a, a great time talking to Vinny about it. So um, enjoy this 4th of July weekend. Um, I, I do provide a little bit of an update with the clinic. So if you guys have any questions with rejuvenate with regards to rejuvenate HRT, reach out to us and we'll be uh, willing and able to answer any questions you guys have with regards to hormone therapy. Uh, with that being said, thank you for your patronage as always. Our podcast continues to grow and we're doing a fantastic job of, of recording more often. As I, as I pack my entire life here in Seattle, moving to Southern California here in 29 days and counting, um, I couldn't be happier. It's, it's a bittersweet feeling uh, leaving here, but I my office is still here, so I'm going to be flying back and forth between Seattle and, and Southern California. Uh, it just allows me to be closer to my family. So uh, with that being said, episode 45, Vinny Russo, yours truly, Team Amino Pure, Harfax Fitness, and here we go. I guess welcome to episode 45 hard facts fitness brought to you by team amino pure amino pure labs and rejuvenated hrt your clinic your home replacement clinic of choice i wanted to start this this podcast today even before i introduce our guest who's uh, not no secret or no uh first timer here at uh, at hard facts fitness um to just give you guys a little bit of an idea of what we're working on uh with rejuvenated hrt uh as you probably have seen we've been pushing the clinic pretty hard over the last week uh matt cusano came on board as our clinical director and we've been basically working to countless hours putting really really good programs together um we're we, we wanted to bring forth one a clinic that's one of a kind and what do i mean with that is a clinic that can do functional medica medicine that can do functional training that can do fun functional coaching that could do uh hrt peptide therapy we have fertility programs now we have obesity programs now we
We have peptide therapy. I mean, everything under one umbrella that you can possibly imagine you have with Rejuvenated HRT. We just got contracts. So we're, we're uh, wholesalers for um, Precision Dynamics Dutch Test and Dutch Test Plus. Uh, we can do GI mapping, gastrointestinal mapping to, to ensure that we are not only diving into the hormone side of things, but we know that there's a lot of people across America that have a lot of gut issues and functional issues. We have all the tools in under one virtual uh, clinic, if you want to call it, where we can literally dive into and fix all those issues. I'm a big advocate and big, uh, huge proponent of fixing people from the inside out. A lot of times people want to, you know, dive into, okay, I want a fat loss phase, but we need, want to see blood work. We want to make sure that we get you healthy enough to endure the stress of being in a diet. So that you're going to have under one under our clinic with rejuvenated HRT, we have blood work panels, thyroid panels that we just recently added to our page. So you can go in there and buy them. Uh, and then we would invoice you and you, you're off to the races if all you want are, are blood work panels. If you're looking for a consult, we can do a 30 minute HRT consult. Or if you're looking for a functional consult, those are a little bit more extensive. Uh, there's a functional questionnaire on our page. And those usually run around an hour to an hour and a half. And we basically dive into your, your, your entire body from a systems and from a symptom standpoint. Uh, it is possible that we may require you to do a Dutch uh, that breaks down your entire endocrine system to find out and do a, a complete mapping uh, to do uh, to do to really dive into the, whatever issues you're having, but uh, we believe that uh, you know the the sky's the limit to what we're trying to accomplish with rejuvenated HRT. I think we're the only clinic that will and that currently have as many programs as we have, as well as coaching. So we're excited at that. Uh, we eventually we have actually access to um, now a portal that allows us to really provide bundles of functional supplementation. We have contracts with some of the largest supplement uh, supplement functional supplement companies in in the country. Metagenics, um, Pure uh, Pure Encapsulations, or Thorn, or some of the, the the brands that we actually can get those for you. Uh, and there's going to be a, a link basically once you have a console with us where we can send you a link and you can buy that bundle that will fix SIBO, that will fix candida, that will help you with leaky gut. So that you basically we take the, 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 the thinking out of things. We, we will sell you an entire kit and, and help you with your journey. So uh, a lot of good things. Uh, the long-term goal is to uh, really develop, and we're talking about 2023 now, to develop our line of Amino Pure Labs MD, which is going to be a line of nothing but functional uh, supplementation, pharmaceutical uh, supplementation that's going to be above and beyond anything in the market. And I really mean it. Uh, I think that a lot of the, the functional supplements that we see um, are great. A lot of them could be better because I, I mean, my, in my experience, are underdosed. They're underclinically dosed for what they are. So we are definitely going to attack our line a little bit differently. We're going to provide super, super, super. Um, dosed supplements that are going to definitely help you in your journey. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for your patience. As always, I won't take too much time talking about updates with your to product. You guys know all the products that we're launching and we have launched. Uh, today, we have a special guest. He's no secret, a guest of the show. Uh, we did a, we had a great response to episode 43. Um, and uh, welcoming back Vin, Vinny Russo. How are you, Vin? Good, man. I'm excited to be back and I'm excited for what we got planned for our future, though. Yeah, no, Vinny, Vinny and I, have been, we've been talking about doing like a series now since last couple of weeks ago. And uh, I think that this is a good segue into, into really promoting what we're trying to do. And with Vinny and I think a lot of other functional kind coaches that I really look up to and respect, I think that we're trying to really hone in and 
drive the fact that there's different ways of staying healthy, staying fit, and continuing to enjoy your, your daily life. You know, there's no reason why you can't go out and be so paranoid about hitting your macros all the time that you can't go out and enjoy dinner with your loved ones. That's really what we're going to focus on. So Vinny, I, I'm going to let you take the, take it away. Tell, tell us a little bit about what we're going to talk about today and how we plan on moving forward when we do a couple, a, a sequel to, to a series of, of, of podcasts that we've actually planned. Uh, what, what do you envision all this? Yeah, so the vision for the series is really going to be like the perspective of the client, right? So us as coaches and dealing with a lot of gym pop, even some competitors, um, there's going to be all different types of ways to look at certain situations and how people are going to deal with certain situations. So what we want to do is we really want to dive in and look at it from the perspective of the client, see the issues that you're dealing with and help you figure out solutions to those issues, because that's what we do as coaches, right? Um, today, what we're really going to focus on is look, we got summertime. Everyone likes to go out. A lot of people like to go out and drink. Um, we got the 4th of July coming up. You know, we're going to give you tools and resources that you could use to help mitigate any damage that might happen with you enjoying yourself, but also still maintain a quality of life because that's what's most important here is, is your quality of life. The diet should not take away from the quality of life. It should complement it. So that's the tools that we're going to give you. See, like as coaches, we're adaptation managers. That's what we're doing, right? So as your body responds and adapts, we need to manipulate the protocols to keep progress moving forward. So the way I like to look at things, and I'll use this analogy, is um, it's like rock climbing, right? So before you start climbing, what I need to do as your coach is I need to provide you with the tools you need to actually climb, right? So I'm giving you these tools. I'm giving you the resources that you need to actually start to climb. Now, as we plan out your climb, uh, we want to reach that top of the rock, right? That's the angle. So what we do is we stand back and we look at the face of the rock. And what we can do is we can see our starting point and we can see the angle. And then we sort of map out this general view, this general pathway of how you're going to get there. Here's the thing. And this is why I love this analogy, because as you start to climb, you're going to notice that the path is going to start to change, right? Because what you initially thought would be the best way doesn't really seem the most efficient way anymore. Um, based off the rock face, you get a lot of different things that are, that are offered to you. Maybe your foot can't fit here or your hand can't go there. And those are like hurdles and obstacles and situations that life throws at you. So what do you got to do? You got to make these adjustments, right? So there might be several times where instead of climbing up, you got to go to the right. You got to go to the left. Maybe you got to go back down, go over to the right in order to get to that hang goal, right? So there's going to be all these little tiny different manipulations that we have to do and these adjustments that we have to make in order for us to reach that goal. Now, as a coach, that's what I'm trying to figure out for you. We have these hurdles. We have these obstacles thrown at us. So what you need is you need these tools to use to help you get over those hurdles. And the tools that we're going to go and give today are really going to help and aid you on how to reach your goal while still maintaining this quality of life while you're dining out, while you're going on vacations, while you're attending special occasions like weddings or even bachelor or bachelorette parties, right? Because... Like I said earlier, we don't want your nutrition to ruin your quality of life through restriction. Instead, we want it to support your quality of life. Okay, now, will you have to have some restriction? Yeah, you need to be mindful, especially if you have a goal in mind. There's going to be some sacrifice you have to make, right? Because we need to have this control because we want to mitigate any damage that can accumulate, but still allow you to be social. And that's what we're going to do today. I think one of the things that I see with my clients, and, and you actually nailed a lot of things, I mean, perfectly. I, I, I couldn't even interject because there was really nothing else to say about that. I think adapting, um, and we've had this discussion with Jeff Black, 
over and relentless forever with regards to adapting. Anytime you have certain goals in life, and we talked about business, we had a really good business podcast. Um, and I recommend you guys really listen to it because you can have a plan. And I think that you, Vinia, as an entrepreneur, you probably understand it. Me, myself, as an entrepreneur, I, have, I own three companies and, and they're all similar but different at the same time they all require a plan but as you're going through the, your journey in terms of trying to get to your end result of success right you, you want to be successful in your plan you're going to realize that sometimes that plan goes out the door out the window because there's so many different things that are being thrown at you so it's the skill set and you of, of yourself from an entrepreneur and in this case from a coaching standpoint where you have to adapt and find different ways to move around in order to keep moving forward. I tell my clients all the time, uh, whenever they, they come to me and say, hey, I kind of like had a bad day, I had a bad week and whatever. And I said, and I, you know, I, I feel like I took a step backwards. I said, don't think about it as a step backwards. Think about it as a step sideways. Get back in there, move forward. Because if you couple, let's say two days, let's say, let's say 30 days out of the year where you, completely fall off the wagon and then the rest of the days you're pretty much consistently on your nutrition i don't want to call it a diet because i'm trying to stay away from the term diet i want to call it lifestyle eating yeah, right yeah. because we all have we all have all we all want to look great we don't want to look average i don't think that anybody at least people that are listening to, to this podcast i don't think they walk around saying oh i'm okay looking average no you want to look elite you want to look athletic you want to look good you want you want to have that presence you want to look like you work out and you're healthy so i always say if you if you can manage that those 30 days and throw and, and think of them as going sideways and enjoy the quality of life in a year you're going to make a substantial impact and those are the tools that I believe coaches like Vincent, like myself, uh, some of the, the more elite coaches are teaching their, their clients, gen pop people, that it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Call it your nutrition lifestyle plan because it's not I'm going to diet for 12 weeks. I'm going to work on getting my metabolism up to a certain point, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. I think, Vinny, you brought up a great point last time. You, we're going to reverse you, get you to a, 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 we're going to teach you the tools to get your metabolism up to a certain point where your body's a furnace, a burning, a burning, a fat burning machine. And then all of a sudden, you, after 12 weeks, you've lost 27 pounds. You look fantastic. And then you're going to start eating like an asshole. And you're going to look like shit and you're going to destroy everything that you've actually created. So teaching you the tools to maintain your, your body composition in a, in a good place is key. I just took a client real quick. Listen to this visit. I took a client um, a week and a half ago that uh, six to 100, 207 pounds. You look at him, tall guy, slender. Um, very, 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 very lean. And he has all his cortisol levels are skyrocketing. Right. And he went and did a, just an insurmountable amount of testing with Mayo Clinic and all these things. Uh, he had heart palpitations that are that were happening from from uh, high, high glucose and obviously from cortisol issues and whatnot. And the doctors were just constantly looking for uh, tumors, adrenal in the, in the brain, tumors in the in, in the adrenals, et cetera, et cetera. And, I, and then I started asking questions and, and I was really curious because all the other markers were okay. It was just his cortisol levels, right? We're, we're pretty high, skyrocket high, like 25, 24, 25. Um, and I asked him, look, talk to me a little bit about your lifestyle. Well, he's been eating, let's say, let's call it what it is, under eating for the last two years because he wanted to maintain his body so lean, so lean that he would be a couple of weeks out from a show. 
Yeah. And he no. and he and he did this for two years. Now my thing is some pe- some people can handle it. Some people can actually beat walk around, you know, five to six percent body fat. I don't recommend it, but some people can pull it off. Some people cannot. So the, what what I did, and you this probably what you would do also. I said, look, we're going to we're gonna feed you like cortisol. We're gonna do a, a, a an a pretty good amount of cortisol reset to really manage the cortisol levels, bring your stress down, and we're gonna feed you up. I I took his calories to about twenty three hundred calories, which is not a whole lot for a guy his size. And he was telling me he was eating twenty grams of fat, yeah. twenty grams of fat as a man, right? And he was telling me his feedback was. Um, it's a lot of food. I'm so full. I said, you know what? I have girl bikini girls that eat 2,200 calories, yeah. right? So that tells me that the metabolism is crawling, that he's been in starvation mode for two years, leading to high cortisol levels, leading to high insulin levels, which are probably the culprit of his health problems. Yeah. So teaching you guys the tools that, that are going to re- allow you to eat more food and, and, and be happy in a certain way, going out with family and enjoying the quality of life is key, guys. And the reason why I share that story is because don't get so caught up in the I got to look contest ready every day. I mean, Vinny could pull it off because Vinny's like he's shredded all, all year. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I, I am 199 pounds today. I can't lose anything. I've been I'm doing cardio every morning, like from stage till now. Like I'm, I'm tracking, but I'm also being a little lenient. Right. Uh, enjoying myself a little bit. And I don't have, I'm not nearly as shredded as I was on stage, but I know like that's number one, I felt like shit. Number two, I wasn't strong. Number three, uh, I had no energy to do anything. Like I can't sustain that, that my body fat set points higher than that. It wants to be around 205, 210 pounds. I'm struggling right now to stay below 200. I want to stay below 200. I might not be shredded, but I still could take off my shirt and be like, ah, I look good. You know, my mind, my mind's fucked up, dude. I'm like, I look at myself sometimes. I'm like, ew. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, I had this conversation. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, no, I got some shit wrong with me, but you gotta um, be careful, no. man. You gotta be careful. You're gonna get some guys gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you say that you be like this this <laughs> mother. <laughs> oh, man. But oh, yeah, no, I, I think I think you brought up some great points, especially with those stories, because it's not about perfection, it's about consistency over time. And if you look at it from a year perspective, I mean you could go. If you mess up one day every week, that's 52 days out of the year that you mess up. That's no damage at all to your body. Like, who gives a fuck? It's like those, you see all these posts around holidays, like Thanksgiving, like stay fit around Thanksgiving. Fuck that. Your family's there. Enjoy the food. Promise yourself you'll just get back on track the next day. But what we're going to do today is we're going to give you some tools in case you really, like if you have the mindset like me, where you fucking are OCD and anal with almost everything, um, we're going to give you tools and shit to help mitigate any damage that could be done. Number one. And number two, put your mind at ease, right? Put your mind at ease. Cause that's a thing. Like Ron, you talk a lot about stressing out. That's the last thing you want to do is be stressing out every day about what you're eating. It's not going to help anything. So we want to put your mind at ease here a little bit. Perfect. So let's, let's start, let's, let's start with tip number one. Let's, let's take it, take it away with the, what is the well, first thing that you yeah. talk about? Let's break it up into, let's break it up into sections. Let's do like dining out first. Sure. So, because we could go into dining out, we could do um, the special occasions and then we could go into travel, right? We'll do something like that. So dining out. So I'm going to give you my spiel about dining out and then Ron interject, cut me off and jump in whenever you want. And then you give your spiel, brother. Sure. So here's the thing with dining out. 
Um, if, if you really want, you can do your research. You can look at the menu. Um, you can kind of find what fits into your schedule. But the main thing you want to do whenever you dine out is make sure you communicate with your server, the person feeding you the food, taking your order. Just be real with them, right? Just be real with them. They'll respect that, number one. Number two, just go into it and be like, listen, you don't want anything that's like marinated, cooked or doused in oils and butter. Like you want shit that's on the cleaner side. Like it's plain. Um, if it does come with sauce and stuff, ask for the sauce on the side. Don't worry about being a pain in the ass. Listen, you got goals. Fuck what they think. Stick to your goals, right? So make sure you're communicating with your server. Tell them exactly what you want and how you want it cooked, and they should abide by it. That's number one. Number two, also tell them, and this is a cool little trick that I learned. Um, tell them to bring out a to-go box right away. Tell them, and, and what this does is it, it already instills in your mind that you don't have to finish all the food on your plate and lick the fucking plate clean. If you're <laughs> finish it, like you have a box right there, you could just push it into. So get that out of the way nice and early. All right. So those are like the first two things. Now, when you're actually going into ordering food, here are some of my favorite tips that I like to do. Number one, make use of vegetables, right? Steamed or that crudier that they have where it's all like raw vegetables and stuff. Because the thing is like fiber, when you have it, it's what it's going to do, especially when you have carbohydrates with your main meal, it's going to help slow down the spike in insulin from the carbs from that meal. It almost, it almost makes like a, like you could take a simple carb. If you add fiber to it, it slows down that, that spike or that release of, of uh, glucose into your blood. So it'll actually make it more like a complex or a smart carb, right? So with these vegetables, you don't need oils and sauces. I mean, shit. I mean, I just put salt and pepper on them and I'm good to go. So making use of the vegetables for the fiber, that leads me into the appetizers, right? I love to get the raw vegetable platter, plain and simple. I don't need any dressings. If you want some stuff, you could ask for mustard, red wine vinegar, balsamic vinaigrette. You could do that. Hell, if you really want and you want to pack your own little walls and farms, like go ahead and do that. I mean, I've done it before. Trust me. Um, but with the appetizers, make, make use of those vegetables, like I said earlier, but also make use of the raw bar. The raw bar has so much potential. Uh, from the oysters to the shrimp cocktail. Like you can't really go wrong with shrimp cocktail. It tastes great. And you don't have to use all the cocktail sauce, dip it a little bit here, a little bit there. You'll be fine. I think, I think we're really quick to interject real quick. I think yeah. the key and one of the things that for our listeners that, that Vince is talking about is you don't have to eat. And I tell my clients this, when you out there, I had a, one of my clients basically said, Hey, I'm going out for my anniversary. And, I, and what am I going to do? And I said, look, enjoy treat it like a refeed, right? Enjoy your meal, have one protein source, have one carb source, have one dessert source if you want, and that you're going to be okay. But the one thing that you want to be cognizant about is you don't eat until you're full. You don't want to eat like an asshole where you're like walking out ready to throw up. That doesn't help. And it's actually not conducive for anything. Enjoy your meal, but eat to the point to where your stomach is full and you're like, okay, I think I'm done. This is good enough. Mentally, you had a mental break from, from eating your, your daily food. Number one, number two is, is your, 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 allow your stomach to send the message to your brain, right? Saying, okay, I'm full is enough because sometimes you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat, you don't pause. There is no, no time allowed from your brain to your stomach to, to, to signal those neurotransmitters to say, hey, okay, I'm satiated, I'm full. So that's one key. Another thing that I do, another trick that I do, and, I, and you brought us some good points there with vegetables, is I actually take 600 to 1,200 milligrams of berberine. 
on on a on a on a, on a uh, if I want to call it cheat or I'm sorry. Yeah, to help with the glucose transport. Yeah, correct, totally. So it'll it'll definitely help those insulin spikes. It'll help with the glucose transport. I have had great success with that. I tell my my clients, um, you know, it's 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 a it's a great alternative to metformin if you don't have access to metformin, but it's actually it helps and it works. I mean, it, it's actually worked for me. Where I've actually gone three pounds, and the next day I just lose every every pound that I gained over over that one meal, that excessive meal that I had. So that's another yeah. thing that you can do. But vegetables are key because not only not only from a fiber standpoint, but also with it because it has a very satiating fullness. Up. your stomach it fills you up and if you include a good source of protein and i always tell people no butter and and i am a little bit of um bias with uh, the steak sauce i love steak sauce so you know i will put in my my, my steak and steak sauce um you know you, you leave very little room now for the carbs and the fats that come in your dessert i'm not saying don't eat it i'm just saying you don't have to finish everything that's in your plate right yeah and that, that that's perfect that's a perfect segue into the the, the main entree right so make protein the start of your day. Simple. Get a big piece of, you could go with leaner protein if you really want to be conscious of your calories. And that's going to keep you satisfied. So go for a grilled, go for a broiled. You don't want nothing fried or sauteed because that oil just alone is going to add those calories. And, and just like you said, like you could get it plain. Just ask for the sauce on the side. Like if it comes with anything, like if you have, if you like to use steak sauce, yeah, you don't have to douse it all over, put it on the pieces that you want. So you get the flavor for it. Right. Now, when we talk about like leaner cuts, um, we're talking about like top round steak, a filet mignon over a ribeye, right? We're talking about cod over salmon. I love salmon um, just because of um, the, the amount of fat is actually like really, really good fat. But if you're calorie conscious, cod over salmon, um, chicken breast over pork chops, even like a half roasted chicken, right? So those would be like the choices that I would want to stick to. Just making sure that they're grilled or boiled. And now if you're a vegetarian, Listen, you got to do, you got to do your due diligence. <laughs> you got to do your like, own That's going to be on you. That's going to be on you. Like ask the server if they got tofu, a uh, tofu dish, temp or satan, something of that nature. Uh, but if not, then you just got to make um, use of the complementary proteins, mixing and matching like rice and beans and stuff. I mean, I mean, if you're a vegetarian, you don't really have to worry too much about it though, because you, the majority of your meal is going to be vegetables anyway. Um, yeah. so, so, I mean, you can eat, well, you're not going to eat protein. Yeah, you're not going to have a protein, but you're going to have some carbohydrates in there too, right? And carbs are not the enemy by any means, so don't fucking think that. I'm thinking more or less in a calorie sense here. So even, let's say you do, let's say you're not a vegetarian and you go with your nice big um, filet mignon, right? You got a filet mignon cut, 12 ounces. Now you got your sides. Well, what are you going to choose? Go, you could go with rice. You could go with a baked potato. Just don't get the sour cream and shit. Go with a sweet potato. Make sure it's plain. And make sure you eat the skin. Eat the skin of the potatoes because they have nutrients. Don't just use it as a boat to carry the, the meat of the potatoes. Get into, eat those nutrients, all right? Uh, with the carbs, though, just ask for it plain as well. Get everything plain and shit on the side, and you will do yourself just. You, you will eliminate a, a few hundred calories. Hell if, yeah. If you decide when you're going out and you're talking to your server and you tell them, hey, make sure that. Uh, you're not cooking it in butter. It's because you have no idea how much butter they put on that thing. You probably Same. save yourself two, 200 calories just on butter alone. Listen, when you put all the garnishing, all the butter, all the sour cream aside, you you just probably save yourself another 200, 300 calories aside. Now you're at 500 calories, right? We're, we're talking just calories. I, I want to emphasize that carbs are not the enemy. Fats are not the enemy. You know, 
with the enemy is when you're consuming more calories than your body needs. That is correct. Right. So that's 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 a good uh, a good thing to drive to our listening audience. Um, a lot of people they tend to demonize carbohydrates, and um, there is there is something to be said about different carbohydrates. I mean, your, your body, your body knows and recognizes carbohydrates and turns it to sugar. It doesn't really know whether one carb is this or that, but there is something to be said about nutrients and the, the, the insulin spike that each carbohydrate does produce. So not all carbohydrates are the same. Um, I'm a huge fan of sweet potatoes, like sweet potatoes are so healthy for you. I mean, they have so many antioxidants, um, so if, if you want, if you're a little bit more anal retentive, like, like Vincent, uh, you, you may want to order a sweet potato over a potato. Uh, are, you're going to have a lot of antioxidants that come along with the sweet potato. And, and I'll be honest with you, it really tastes good. I've done what you said. It's funny that you mentioned that earlier where I've actually taken when I was trying to be, get really, really lean. I took Walden Farms, the, uh, the syrup. And I would put it over my, over my sweet potato oh, mash. Yeah. That, that pancake syrup over that with cinnamon? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, and it's like, you, you just had, it's fake shit, I get it, whatever. People were yeah. like, oh, you, you know, you were, you're, you're give, not going to be perfect. I don't give a fuck. I exactly. put that shit on everything. Dude. <laughs> I do too. I my digestion my digestion's fucked up, but I don't care, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I hear you. So, I mean, I've done it where, okay, you know what? I, if I'm going to save myself two, 300 calories by doing that, I'm okay with it. So yes. there is something to be said about sacrificing certain things when it comes to calories versus nutrients. Yeah. You're not, you're not eating the maple syrup, but I mean, think of the calories that you're going to save, right? When you, when you have a goal in mind. Um, so that those, those things, I mean, I've done the same thing with even like with ranch, I brought light ranch. My, my ex-girlfriend was a big ranch eater and, you know, she was kind of the same way where, okay, I love ranch. I don't like the fake ranch. So she would take like the super duper light ranch from, yeah. from Trader Joe's or whatever it is. And you cut your calories in comparison to the amount of fat. You look at the calories on a ranch dressing that the restaurants use and you're in, a, in, in two tablespoons, which is nothing, right? And, yeah. and who, who measures two tablespoons where they put they pour in ranch, right? They just freaking grab the ranch and put the whole damn yeah, thing in there. Yeah, and you, you, you can easily be consuming 20 grams of fat in two tablespoons of ranch yeah. dressing. That's, that's, that's insane. That's almost like half of what... I would, I consume on a daily basis on my regular diet. I, I'm about 55 right now. Um, and you're consuming 20 grams in just that sauce. So being cognizant of these little tricks that Vin is talking about is, can help you and you can still have a good meal. I always tell people like, if you do all those things, you allow yourself a little bit more room to have that dessert. So anyway, let's not, let's not get our set ahead of ourselves. Go ahead. Oh, no, go right into that. I want to hear, I want to hear your trip, your, your trick and tips for desserts. And then I'll say mine, but go I'll ahead. tell you what, for me, dessert, I'm very like my, my ex-girlfriend used to tell me all the time. It's like, you're simple because I, I like my desserts very bland. I'm not a frosting. Uh, I'm not a smother it in whipped cream. I, I, if I, if I have a cheesecake, I'm going to have it plain. Yeah. Okay. If I have a, a any kind of dessert, I'm gonna tell them I don't want any of that crap on top. I'm gonna have maybe a scoop of vanilla ice cream and a cookie, perhaps. Uh, I'll have a brownie, but I don't give me any any crap on top of it because I I will take that off if they do pour it on. Or sometimes I'll if if I'm really in, in a bad mood, I'll I'll take I'll take it back. I don't want it. Give me, give me one with no no whipped cream. So that's what I do. I mean, I keep it simple. You can throw fruit into into ice cream if you want. And and I've again, Walden Farms has a raspberry 
don't know if you had you've had it. They have the raspberry syrup also. You pour it over that ice cream with berries. It's freaking delicious, man. Yeah. It's really, really good. So I manipulate my desserts th- that way. I don't complicate things. I don't do cakes. I don't do uh, anything that's really high and that's, that's fried. I try to stick it to something that I like and I enjoy. Now, that being said, everybody has a little bit of a, of a, of a thing, right, for certain desserts. So make sure that you're cognizant. If, you, if you're going to have ice cream, you can have yogurt. It's going to be a little bit better for you. Right. Yeah. So it stays the same. Um, you can take your own toppings if you want. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Walden Farms like you. You know, it's not the, great, the greatest thing for your digestion. You're absolutely right. But if, if you're trying to be calorie cognizant, um, it's, it's a good alternative to adding two, 300 calories, additional calories that your body probably doesn't need. So that's, that's those are usually what I tell people. It, I, I don't I don't want my my clients to really stress over dessert because uh, a lot of times what I'll do is uh, if they're having a special occasion they're actually planning for. I will tell them, look, I want you this week to be perfect. I want you to be perfect because you're going to have a refeed. You're gonna, we're not, we're not going to call it, uh, we're not going to call it a feast or a buffet. I'm going to call it a refeed where you're, you're going to yeah. eat more calories to allow your body to, to get into a good rhythm, especially if you're in a calorie deficit diet or nutrition plan. Right. So it, and it works. I mean, they'll come back and they'll play on two pounds, but within a day or two, they come back, back down to where they were. And then we're back, we're back on plan. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, I mean, you just keep things plain and simple. Like the, the way that I would, I would tell them for desserts is like, no matter who you're with, if it's guys and you're out with guys or you're out on a date, you split the dessert, no matter what you split the dessert, because you're cutting that portion either in half or in a third, whatever it is, you split it. Right. So you're bringing down your calories that way. Um, one of my favorite things to do is I love to get coffee afterwards. Um, I'll get decaf because Listen, whether you're a stimulant person or not, I mean, if you're having dinner and you have coffee, caffeine has a 10 hour half-life, like it's gonna affect your sleep, right? So we go for the decaf. But what I do is I add whipped cream, I ask for it on the side and I'll throw it on top, I'll add some cinnamon and I will eat the whipped cream by itself. That, that's what I was doing um, during prep. Like I would have- <laughs> I never heard of that, Vian. <laughs> it helped, man, it helped. So. That's crazy. So, so what is that mentally? So, especially, okay, so we're talking about gen pop, but now you dove a little bit into more of a, of a prep. Got right? a little extreme there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a little, your you're, preps are a little extreme. So for, for people that have never done a prep, uh, gen pop people, it, it's, it's taking your fat loss journey to the umph degree, right? So it's like, yeah. it's, it's pretty insane. So what is, what is, what for you that worked? Because obviously that's something that you enjoy. And, and yeah. I always tell even people that are going through, uh, I have a client right now who's eating about 120 carbs and was starting to really come down on carbs. And he's, a, he's suffering a little bit. I mean, see, he's still, he's not considered low carbs yet. I think low carbs consider what, 50 carbs or 75 carbs or something like that? It depends. It depends on your tolerance, man. Like for me, if I'm around 100, I'm low. Like I'm like, oh, You're an ectomorph though, aren't you, Vincent? But, you know what I mean? What's up? You're an ectomorph, aren't you? No, no, no. No? What are you, what, 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 I'm, what I'm more like, I'm more like, I'm more like meso endo. Like I'm, me- I'm definitely a mesomorph. But right. the thing is, is like my body wants to go and store fat quick. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. You look pretty freaking lean all the time, brother. Without a doubt, man. Like I could, <laughs> I could, I could get big really quickly, bro. I could just, <laughs> I could throw on some body fat really quickly. Yeah, that's me too. I mean, I, 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 I always tell people like getting, putting on size for me is not an issue. And I'm talking yeah. about like muscular size. I can put on a lot of size the hardest part for me is when i have to cut right yeah. i i have to go into misery mode like miserable it's a struggle mode. man yeah it's a struggle so i don't really like to, to get myself out of completely out of hand 
uh, I, I tell people right, even people right now, it's like, how much you weigh? I'm like, I'm, I'm short, man. I'm five, seven, five, eight, five, seven and a half, actually 206 pounds. I just started going up, 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 up in weight. I try to add as much muscle as I could. Now my doctor tells me I got a downsize because I have a pinched nerve on my neck. The muscle is actually pushing against the vertebrae, yeah, yeah, pinching yeah. my nerve, making my arms numb. So he's like, you, you're too big on top. You need to downsize. And that's like the worst thing you could tell us about somebody that's body. <laughs> it's like down, down. What do you mean downsize? Yeah. There is no downsizing here. Fuck out of here. What, what do you mean downsize? You know how hard we work? I need, right I need a second opinion, please. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll work on different therapy, but we'll figure yeah. something out. But uh, anyway, going back to what you're saying, uh, you're, what does that do mentally for you, the coffee with whipped cream and cinnamon? Well, the coffee fills me up. It helps suppress the appetite. Um, and the whipped cream just gives me that little flavor like I'm eating dessert. So mentally, it just, it's like a trick. That's all it is. Well, uh, here's a question for you. Oh, so keep going. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so what, is, what does Vinny eat when he's not in contest prep for dessert? Like you go, you're, you're, I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I'm in town and I'm like, Hey Vinny, I'm in town for a couple of hours on a layover. Let's go catch up. Let's go catch up. Let's go catch some dinner and dessert. Where, right, where so, would I see you eat? All right. So first I'm taking you to a steakhouse. We're going to get a bar as an appetizer. We'll probably get like this big seafood thing. Um, then we'll order in steaks. I'll probably get a baked potato on it. I keep it plain. Um, I like, I'll probably get a ribeye too. Um, honestly, I just like to taste, but if I want to go with the leaner, I'll go flame and Uh, but I'd rather be bigger and, and, uh, get the fattier flavor from the ribeye and then dessert, man, if they got like a cookie with ice cream, that's my favorite. Um, and I love like carrot cake, <laughs> slice of carrot cake. Gotcha. See, like I'm, I'm, I would definitely get, um, a filet, a 12 ounce filet and I would get sweet potato. And I know this is horrible. I've done it before where actually I didn't even know I got a sweet potato casserole until I asked, until I asked. Oof. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. This is years ago, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to get a sweet potato casserole because it's healthy for you. And then like I'm eating halfway through, I'm eating it. I'm, I'm traveling on business, right? And, and then like my coworkers, like, man, this tastes, this, this tastes too good. Yeah. So the waiter, yeah. the waiter comes back. And then I asked him, hey, how do you guys make this? He says, he looks at me, he says, sir, you don't want to know. And I said, no, 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 I, I kind of do, right? And he tells me, no, really, you kind of don't because you look like you're in shape. Yeah, I'm Google like, that shit real quick. I said, okay, tell me, tell, just tell me. He goes, well, they add a couple of sticks of butter, <laughs> a lot of cream, um, pecans, and then they mash it all up with the... Um, with the um, the yams, and then they basically throw additional pecans on top, and then they caramelize it. Yeah, I said, "Wow, I just probably ate like I'm trying to be very cognizant with my steak and my my other my other items, and I probably just blew my entire meal with this casserole." <laughs> About 850 calories coming at you. A thousand, probably, probably a thousand. So again, going back to what you said, it's very important for you to be cognizant of what understanding and talking to your waiter ahead of time. You know, ask him, hey, I think I cook your, I don't want any butter. I don't want any cream. I don't want anything. I just want, you know, even when they do mashed potatoes, like they'll bring it really hot. And I've done this myself, believe it or not, actually. They brought the potato really hot and I'll literally grab a fork and I'll mash it if I really want to eat mashed potato, right? And potatoes are potatoes, but I'm usually a sweet potato guy. So I've learned that, you know, just give me the sweet potato. Uh, sometimes I'll even ask if they can put it in the oven for a little longer to see if it caramelizes a little bit. Gives a little bit more flavor. Uh, you can bring a little bit of a, a pig. You one if you have an extra sweet tooth. What I actually have done, I've actually brought a little bit of um, of uh, stevia or uh, not stevia, but um, 
what is the other one? Truvia, the Truvia, and put a little bit on top just to give me, to make my mind feel that it's actually dessert. Yeah. And a lot of it is mind. Like your mind will play tricks on you. If you can tr start tricking your mind a little bit, you're going to be much more successful at, at eating out. And, yeah. you know, and, and and I'll be honest with you, you're going to have those people and you have it in family. I don't know. I don't know your family's pretty big. I'm assuming you have a big family. Um, it's not big, big, but yeah, we're close. Yeah, my family's pretty close. My family knows of how particular I am when I go out. Um, and I'm not super particular because I'm not like trying to get lean. But when I'm trying, when you have a goal, you have to be. Yeah. And, and you're going to, when you're with people like friends or people that don't understand your lifestyle, I'm going to tell you one thing. Okay. And take this with a grain of salt. Fuck what everybody else is and fuck what everybody else thinks. My man. Yes. Thank you, you do you because you have goals and you will have those people that will, they may not even know you that are in that circle of friends that you have that will criticize you because they're trying to make yourself themselves feel better. So you do you. If you walk in with your sauces, walk in with your sauces. If you walk in with your garnishes, you walk in with your garnishes. Enjoy the company of the people that you're with. But guess what? I have goals, motherfuckers. Pardon my French. And I'm not going to adjust my goals for anybody. This is me. This is how I like to live my lifestyle. And this is how I'm going to continue to live my lifestyle. And that's important. Well, listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. So when I first started competing, my friends weren't used to it. I was like one of the only people. I was literally the only person out of my friends that competed. Um, but I would still want to go out and still be around them, right? But they would be having beers, they'd be getting wings and stuff like that. I have my seltzer, I'd order a salad with some grilled chicken, and they'd bust my balls. And it got to the point where I was like, listen, I was like, either you support what I'm doing and you stay in my corner, or you get the fuck out of my way. Like, you're no, you'll no longer be in my life because that's not a true friend. A true friend supports my decision. And they were like, damn, like, you didn't really have to go there. Like, we didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, yeah, but every single time I come out, I got to hear the same shit from you guys. It gets annoying. Right. I need you guys to support me. That's what I need. No, it's important to have people. And, I, and, I, and, you know, I think you get to a point where even my circle of friends now, and I'm assuming I have a few friends that are not in the lives in, I want to say in our lifestyle of living where our, our, let's call it what it is. My life does revolve around food, right? <laughs> I, I'm constantly eating and I have my meals and all this stuff. Over the last couple of days, I've, I've been so stressed packing and, and doing the clinic stuff that I have fallen off the wagon with prepping my food. And I can immediately tell the difference. And, and I, wanted to, I wanted to discuss this. I think I put a post on this. I can tell a difference from a Monday photo that I took to a Tuesday and Wednesday picture where I look flat and watery and just disgusting. And the reason why is because, number one, my salt wasn't there. My food wasn't prepped. I, I fell behind. I didn't have time. I had all these projects that we're doing with the clinic and, and projects that we do with, the, with Amino Pure Labs. Uh, I'm packing my entire life here in Seattle, moving back to Southern California. So I have so many things and I'm not saying that as an excuse guys. Okay. Because there is no excuse for lack of preparation. The true fact. Okay. I should have been more prepared on the weekends. I decided to go out with a friend and, and not prep my food. It was a choice that I made. Right. And I'm okay with it, uh, but I could tell the difference in body composition in a matter of one or one day of not eating what I normally eat. And I think the majority of that was salt, salt. Like yeah. I did not have enough salt. My body was, my water intake wasn't right. My potassium, my minerals probably were all out of whack. So it, it's important that you understand that eating out is not going to destroy your body. But if you have goals, you, you, you can, you have to bring forth your stuff with you.
I, I, I've dated girls, bikini competitors that walk around, even in the off season, bro, they walk around with their cooler. That's yeah. just it. That's lifestyle. I have yeah. friends that don't do that. But now, nowadays, now that we're more involved in the industry and we're doing podcasts with competitors, are the, the group of people that we surround ourselves with are people that live the same lifestyle. So they respect the fact that you, you live the same way. Right. But you have those people that you, you've known from childhood that you're right. This is who I am, brother. And, and like either you support me or you're against me because, you know, you can't call yourself a friend if you're constantly critiquing me for trying to look my best and feeling yeah. my best. More than anything, I think as, as function, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consider yourself more of a functional coach. Uh, as functional coaches, I think that we, we have to take a stance against more of a physiological look and think of people, and I think of my clients more as a health look. Okay, yes. we're, we're looking at it inside. We're fixing those markers. We're teaching you how to, how to, how to manage food better in order for you to look better on the outside. Yeah, One without I, the other is nothing. Yeah, what I like to tell my clients too is like, listen, once we fix you on the inside, your outside will reflect, right? Your outside will reflect your inside and that's where you're going to see results. But we got to get you healthy. Right? We got to make sure that your organs are functioning right, right that you're you don't have any nutrient deficiencies. Your hormones are functioning optimally. Like you got to make sure that's okay. So then you do actually reflect what you're, the, all the amount of effort that you're putting in actually starts to show on the outside. It, it's, it's, inc it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. The, and we were talking about this with Vinny uh, off, off, off the air here. Um, the amount of coaches that we've actually, that I have not dealt with, but heard uh, from some of my clients that are coming to the clinic for functional coaching or functional nutrition or functional medicine, um, the irresponsible acts of completely fucking up their bodies and then leaving them to dry because not because they mean it or because they want to, but because they don't have the knowledge to understand that there are different components to people's physiology. And the number one component of the way a person is going to look on the outside is going to be, hormones, digestion, and then nutrition. If any of those three are screwed, then you're going to have a hard time, you know, later on, because as you adding more stress and let's talk about competitive bodybuilding, right? I know we're, we're, we're kind of sidestepping a little bit of the topic at hand, but one of the things that I'm noticing is you're adding all these drugs and you're adding all these things that are, that, that are putting more stress in your body. When you're done with that show, when you're done with that event that you're actually training for, your body is a complete clusterfuck. And, and, and some, of these, some of these cases that we're looking at, um, we require blood work that will, I have not seen the, the amount of screwed up lab work like I have over the last week since we started our functional, our functional training uh, protocols, our, our functional uh, medicine protocols at the clinic. I mean, I have competitors that have come to me and looking at their labs and the, just the cholesterols that are off the charts, cortisol levels that are off the charts. Uh, I've had, I've seen uh, EGFR, insulin sensitivity, insulin resistance. I've seen um, DHEA issues. I've seen progesterone issues. I've seen testosterone levels are super high. I've, I've just everything and anything imaginable that could be wrong with some person's body is wrong. And, and, and they're like, and then I'm, I'm asking them, how do you feel? They're like, I like shit. And what did your coach tell you? This is nothing. You just said good job. And that was it. Yeah. So feeling, and the reason why we're saying we're bringing this up is because I I'm, I'm with you. I do what I'm sure Vincent Vinny does the same thing. Uh, I don't take a client unless you're willing to spend the resources 
to understand what's going on on the inside. And that means that means blood work. And if it doesn't, if you don't want to do blood work, then I'm not the coach for you because it's an is irresponsible to really dive into somebody's protocol. Okay, whether it's nutrition or whatever it is, without understanding where are they at that current phase in time. Yeah. I will fix you inside before we even talk about fixing you on the outside. And meanwhile, we're teaching you those things that you're talking about. We're teaching you how to eat. We're ramping your metabolism. We're doing all those other things that are going to help you achieve your goals. And that's just really what, what we like to do. But anyway, let's get back on track with, uh, with our eating habits here. Yeah, let's, let's jump into, uh, and I guess what we could do is we could save travel for like part two of this. Yes. Uh, let's dive into special occasions. Let's take some comments <laughs> just because 4th of July is right here, right? We're talking about 4th of July, weddings, birthday parties holidays, girls' night outs, golf outings, bachelor, bachelorette parties. This is what we're talking about. Um, so I'm going to dive into it and I'll talk about, I got three main ways to help uh, with these special occasions, um, but it's really based around calorie accommodation. So there are multiple ways for you to be able to do this, but what you want to do is you want to think about the total calories over seven days of the week. So, <laughs> That's a good one. Calories. If you eat 2,000 calories per day, right? Times that by seven, that's 14,000. Divide that by seven, that's an average of 2,000. We get that, all right? So let's go into the first way. So the first thing that you could do is you could actually take calories out of the days leading up to your special event. Let's just say it's a wedding. We'll use wedding as an example. All right, so let's say your event is on Saturday. So you start pulling 200 calories on Sunday from your diet plan you're not gonna feel 200 calories. It's not gonna make you feel lethargic. You're not gonna feel it. So it's, it's low enough, but it's significant enough to add up over time. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you pull out 200 calories a day. That's, that leaves you with 1200 calories that you could add onto Saturday to allow yourself some wiggle room. So then by the week's end, you're still at your normal caloric intake on average. So over that time, you might lose weight during those from Sunday till Friday because you're cutting calories. But then when you hit Saturday and you actually enjoy yourself and you, you might not even use all the 1200 calories, right? But you might gain a little bit of weight afterwards because of sodium retention, uh, water retention from sodium. You don't know, right? It's a little bit of bloat, a little bit of distension from not being used to these foods, but give it a couple of days to subside and it's all going to even out, right? So that would be one way to do it. The second way, and one of my favorite ways to do it, is I like to do bracket days. So this is where it's not as extreme, but you take calories out the day before and the day after your event. So what that does is it leaves wiggle room for that day of, okay? Um, so basically what you would manipulate is your carbs and fats the day before and your carbs and fats the day after. You wanna leave your protein the same as we always wanna hit our protein intake, right? So basically what we're doing is over the three days, if you, if you took those calories, because you're taking calories out of, let's just say Friday, and you're taking calories out of Sunday, so you can use them on Saturday. So we bracket the main event. There should be an average over those three days that should be on par with where you're at, so you don't do any damage, okay? And then the last way, which is really being utilized, and a lot of my clients love this way, because uh, it's easy. It's not too much thinking, right? It's a protein-modified fast. So basically what you do is you eat all lean protein and veggies, like wake up, you have egg whites and spinach and broccoli for lunch. Maybe you have chicken breast, you throw it over salad, right? And you do this leading up to the, the event during that day. So you eat very light during that day with the protein modified fast, and then you enjoy yourself for the wedding or the event that you have. 
If you wanna be extra careful, you might do that the day before and the day of the event. Um, so those are like my three ways of actually doing it. It's all about calorie accommodation. Uh, with movement and stuff like that, do not use cardio as a punishment. Stop fucking doing that to yourself. Uh, that just adds a negative relationship with cardio, but you do stay active. So make sure you're training on the day, do some larger body parts, maybe a full body workout just to try to use some more calories, do some morning cardio as well. And at the event, if it is a wedding, dance your ass off, burn those calories, fucking do whatever you gotta do, back it up, hit the floor, fucking burn those calories. It's crazy how it, <laughs> it's important. And I like your, I like your, your, the way that you, you said that, because I tell, I tell my clients the same thing. I think we've all been guilty of it. I've done it myself where I knew that I was going to be going to an event where I was going to be doing something. And then the previous week I'm destroying my body with cardio, right? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta have my cardio because I'm going to be going out. Don't do it guys. The relationship between your body and just the additional stress you're putting because of cardio is it's not going to be healthy. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't punish yourself. Stop trying to punish yourself for things that are that are considered part of life. Okay. Yeah. It's it's creating a really negative relationship in your brain where I'm gonna eat more a little bit more food and I have to punish myself because of it. Um yeah, it's a vicious cycle. It, it is a vicious cycle. Like I, I was talking to somebody today and I was telling them, hey, look, I don't I haven't done cardio and I think in like since I had my ACL surgery four months. And I can't even tell the difference in my, in my body. Like I've gotten bigger, like more muscular because I wanted to do a bulk, but I bring my calories to sleep. So it's like, you don't really need cardio. I mean, it's good for your heart. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's I'm a saying. tool, man. It's a tool. It's, it's not a, a necessity. There you go. It's a tool in the toolbox. I tell even my guys that are, that are bulking right now, I tell them, you know what? I want you on the treadmill three days a week. I want you, I want you to treadmill walking three days a week. I want your heart to be okay. I want you to, because then later when you put them on a cut and then you put them on a treadmill for like 10 minutes, you're like, <gasps> you, you know, it's, just, it's, that's not healthy either. So moderation is key, but moving when you're going out, I tell, I tell my clients the same things. Like I adjust their workouts a little bit where I'm doing more of a hypertrophy volume uh, workouts three days out, let's say from their event where I don't change a whole lot of everything. I just say, Hey, you know, do it, do a drop set after every, after yeah. every, every workout, do uh take go lightweight and, and do 20 reps just to work through that glycogen. We're yeah. depleting the glycogen. You're prepping that muscle to deplete the glycogen. I don't adjust their food a whole lot. I may tell them, Hey, um, I don't really like to pull their calories down because I like I want to keep their metabolism in a good place. Um, but I may I may tell them, hey, I'll drop the fats a little bit, maybe add a little bit more protein these couple of days. And I, your 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 first approach is actually brilliant. You know, if you really have something that's diligent, and they're going to track down their entire calorie consumption for seven days and 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 break it down, you have a little bit of leeway. But I always tell people, even when you're going on vacation, this is the the message that I send people. It's like do workouts three days before that are going to be a little more hypertrophy with drop sets, deplete the glycogen into, into the, into your vacation, into your, those, that two days of you're going to have a little bit more and pace yourself when you're finally at your destination. If you're traveling, we're talking about traveling, pace yourself, you know, don't, don't eat junk when you're at the airport, knowing that you're going to have 
a dinner once you once you land, knowing that you're gonna have uh, you're gonna be able to indulge when you land. So have coffee, have have a, have a, have a bagel if you have to, you know, have some egg whites. Substitute your eggs for egg whites. Uh, you know, make adjustments going into the event so that you're eating good, low calorie, nutrient foods versus, you know, I'm on vacation, so I'm going to have a fritter and then I'm going to have a uh, a very fat skillet with potatoes and bacon and sausage. That's 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 just being that's just being irresponsible. I think that you can enjoy your outing, you can enjoy traveling, but you have to be cognizant that everything in life is balanced. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Everything, it doesn't matter what we talk about, it's balance is key to a healthy life. Yeah. But do you see I want people to realize like like Ron, you just gave a different perspective than what I gave in terms of how to calorie accommodate. You ramped up the movement, you ramped up how they're exercising to, to peak like a gym because they're just going to fill that up with their their event that they're going to be attending right right so what i want people to realize from this is that there's many ways to skin a cat here yeah just find out the best ways that work best for you in order to achieve that because the best diet is the one that you're going to adhere to and stick to it's not fasting it's not fucking keto at all fuck you i hate keto sorry <laughs> um but yeah no it's the best the, the the one that you could stick to the best and adhere to the best is going to be the best diet for you. And it's interesting because I, I have uh, girls that um, my, my ex was really good at this. Um, she was happy taking turkey and make, basically making turkey tacos in the morning when we would travel. Um, if we would, she would, like that's what she that's that was she would even tell me like I don't need all that eat to out like stuff I I'm happy eating this this yeah. is my comfort food I could eat this every day throw some sauces or some avocado and I'm okay with it that's what she was so lean yeah. all the time yeah. so but everybody's a little different so find out what makes you happy and if you don't want to walk if you don't want to be like a bro walk around with a cooler you know you can stop at an air at the airport and have a have a plain bagel have or have a whole grain bagel with egg whites. Tell them when they're cooking your eggs, tell them that you want egg whites instead, knowing that, hey, you know what? I'm going to indulge later today with dinner, you know? So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be a little bit more cognizant of that. If if you were traveling with people that don't, that are not as in tune with their nutrition as you are and and you're having a pastry or whatever it is, kind of, I agree with what, you, with what you said, that I used to cut that in half with my girlfriend all the time. Like we, cause she's a coffee lover, like huge Starbucks lover. So she would get black coffee from Starbucks. And then sometimes she would grab a, grab a patient. She could afford it. It's just lean, but uh, we would split it. So I don't, I still get my fix, but I'm not going overboard. Moderation, 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 moderation is key. You get the taste to satisfy the need for the taste. And allow yourself to, and one key thing is allow yourself to give yourself some time after you eat it to allow that, that, that food to settle in because a lot of times when people tell me, it's like, well, when I eat it, I get more cravings. And that's because of the, the insulin spike, right? Yeah. The sugar spike that just ha- occurred. Allow yourself to just enjoy it and wait, wait a, a few minutes for that, for that brain to like gut message to say, hey, you know what? I enjoy that. I don't need to have it anymore. You get to a point that you can have it and you don't have to have it. You don't have to finish all of it. So that, those are, I mean, one of the things that I love about what you said is um, there's different ways to, to skin a cat. I have a, a one of my clients that's a big time meat eater. He and he tells me all the time, it's like Ron, I'm a, I'm afraid because I love ribeye, right? I said, look, you can have a ribeye, but you know if you're gonna have a ribeye, you know perhaps be a little bit more cognizant with your rest of your fat intake that day because 
you're going to have a lot of fat in that ribeye, right? Uh, he says, I don't, need, I don't even need to eat carbs. I said, well, cutting, cutting a whole food group is not the key, okay? That's not the answer either. I mean, but if you want to lower your carb consumption, you could do that. Um, yeah. Nothing, there's different ways of accomplishing things. I think that if you're, the, the message that, that we're trying to send to you this, this, this today is find out what works for you. Uh, Vin, Vin, he gives great tools. Um, I have my own, my own tools and I try to keep it very simple, but at the same time, I, I want my, my clients to enjoy family life. I want them to go out with their, oh, yeah. I, I literally had a, a gentleman tell me, he's like, Hey, I'm going out to celebrate my wife's birthday. It was, uh, one a month ago, but I don't want to ruin my diet. I'm like, brother, it's your wife's birthday. Go out, have a meal, enjoy yourself, give yourself that mental break. Go, I want you to go to the next day and destroy the weights, put that food yeah. to good use. You know, yeah. don't, don't go crazy, but put that food to good use. You're not gonna die. Uh, I, I, a lot of times, you have people, what people, a lot of people do is like, I think when people start getting paranoid about every cap, every calorie, when they don't really, when they're not, they're not in prep, press a different mode, right? Yeah. They start to adjust everything. And the body likes homeostasis. So they start, every day they start to tweak things every day. And, and, then, and then they wonder why my body's not responding. Well, your body's like wondering what the hell you're doing to it. Body likes homeostasis. So be cognizant of those, of those, of those things. Um, and I think that you'll be, you'll be in a good place. Anything else, Vin, to wrap up this, this great episode? Well, yeah. So let's, let's finish off one last thing uh, because it is 4th of July. Let's talk about alcohol real quick. So if you were going to tell them, if they were like, hey, if one of your clients is like, look, I'm, I'm going to this barbecue 4th of July, I'm going to be drinking. What do, you, what do you want me to drink? What are you telling them? Me? I tell them, hey, keep, keep the sugar stuff off. I, I tell me, me when, I, when I was even like, when I have some of my athletes that are prepping, um, I tell them straight out, vodka, man. <laughs> if, if, if you're going to go with something, go with vodka. You know, no, no calories. Uh, it's, you can add a little bit of lime, have a little bit of flavor if you need it, but I don't stay away from all the sugar stuff. Uh, I have a wine. Wine's a good alternative, although it has a little bit of carbs. And some people will tell you, well, it has carbs. I'm like, those three, four carbs for a glass of wine is not going to kill you. As a matter of fact, I've actually also noticed that when they've actually gone out of their element and they're enjoying a day with family, and they're, they're sticking to their somewhat uh, cognizant of their nutritional values and their food where they're eating and they're still eating. Out. They have a glass of wine or two glasses of wine or they have a couple of drinks. It literally brings their cortisol levels down and allows them to relax they don't even shift sometimes. I had a girl literally like a few months ago tell me like, Ron, I don't know what happened. Like I weighed the same as I weighed after the event. And I'm like, because you're relaxed. Yeah. Your cortisol levels were probably like, oh man, she's actually like having a great time. Your endorphins are kicking in. Everything's working perfectly. You're enjoying something. I tell them, stay away from all the sugar stuff. Don't give me no tropical fruit crap. <laughs> stay away from that shit. That's trash. Stick to stick to like vodka with you know you can put lime if you want. Uh, stick to some of those white rum type of to drinks if, if you have to. And wine's actually a very good option for me too. I, I love the resveratrol in, in the in wine, so that's actually a good option for them. But uh, yeah, stay away from the sugar stuff. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty similar. So the first thing I tell them is, look, if you plan on drinking, you got to be very mindful of what you eat, right? So it's almost like choose one or the other or go a little bit more extreme with one, but then you gotta be mindful of the other, right? Because alcohol, obviously being a poison, the body wants to metabolize that first. So it'll halt the metabolism of food and metabolize the alcohol first to try to rid itself of this poison. So you gotta be pretty mindful. So that's number one. Number two, when you actually choose to drink something, 
drink a liquor, let's say vodka or tequila on the rocks, neat or with a calorie-free beverage like Diet Coke or club soda, just to keep calories at a minimum, keep them as minimum as possible here. Now, a bunch of my male clients, they like beers, right? And they, they know that they have a goal in mind. So they're like, what beers can I drink? And honestly, here's my go-to list. MGD 64, 64 calories per beer. It's watery, but it actually has a little pretty good flavor. Corona Premier tastes better than Corona Light and it's lighter. Michelob Ultra Gold is lighter than Michelob Ultra and it tastes better. Um, if you could find Bud 55 anywhere, that's 55 calories per beer. It's literally like, it's just for you to be social. You'll get a buzz if you drink like six of them. But still, six times 55, I mean, it's not a lot of calories when you add it up. Um, you brought up wine. I'm going to say, yeah, just try to choose like a dry red over a white. Just white seems to be a little bit sweeter. Yeah. So I would stick more with the red dry. Oh, oh, oh Michelob Ultra is king, man. I mean, people used to make fun of me because I used to order the Michelob Ultra. But... Dude, I've, I've, there's a dive bar um, like 10 minutes from my house. They sell Bud 55s. I'm like, I don't see these fucking anywhere. Like, yeah, some, some regular who's always here drinks them all the time. So we, we always make sure we have them. I'm like, this is perfect. Like, if I ever just want to have, like, a little beer and not worry about the calories, I could just go there. How, how good is it in comparison to the Ultra? What's up? How good is the Bud 55 comparison to the Michelob Ultra? It's, uh, well, no, it's, it's watery, man. It's watered down. It's, so the Michelob Ultra, the original, I can't really – I drank it so much, I don't really like the flavor anymore. But the gold, the gold, it's 85 calories. Uh, it's a little bit less than Michelob Ultra, which is, I think, 90 or something. 90. Yeah, I think it's 90. Yeah, it's 85. And it's just, it just has a better flavor to it. And, and the Bud 55 is that. I don't know if we tried Corona Premier yet, but Corona Premier puts Corona light to shame. Oh, I'm, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it from the man. <laughs> yeah. So, again, it's the little things. It's the little things that matter. Notice how we're talking about adjusting little things you can still enjoy some things but if you're cognizant of adjusting little things have a beer like have a bud 55 or a Michelob ultra uh go out and enjoy the time with your friends you know don't have 10 don't have 15 but have one or have two you'll be all right you're gonna you're not gonna die you're not gonna you're not going to get fat off going out to dinner one day and i think that's the biggest yes. thing really for females i'm gonna say it's the females females once they start in their their fat loss journey the the, the, the thing that i always tell people and I was talking to to my admin the other day, you know, I was telling her because she's basically we got we got it down from one ninety six to like about forty seven or something like that. Nice. And uh, so she's done a fantastic transformation, right? But she's literally over the last I would say five six weeks she's gotten up to about a buck fifty five or buck fifty seven. And I told, and then she's stressing about the food. I said, well, we need to reverse you because. Um, you know, you're, 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 you get full very easy. And I, and I look at her eat, I'm like, you're not eating a whole lot of food. So your metabolism is probably really sluggish. Um, and the goal is to never be what you were before. Like, I don't want to be what I was in 2021 or 2020 yeah. or 2019. So that you're constantly going through a process of evolution of, of progression. And that's what I'm talking about. Right. Like uh, I'm 206 pounds right now. I'm pretty bulky. I'm pretty big. Uh, I'm probably 12%, maybe 13% at the most. I still have ab lines that I see. Uh, my 200 pounds last year is nowhere near what my 200 pounds is this year. So there's a, there's progression there. And the same thing applies when you're talking about food and you're going out primarily females. Cause I, at least, I don't know if you see this, but primarily the girls that I coach, they start because they've lost 
significant amount of muscle uh, body fat and they're and they look really good they start to get really paranoid about every little thing so it's kind of like as a coach you have to tell them hey it's okay to 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 enjoy food out you don't want to get into that rut where you're so anal retentive about every single calorie every single time that you're going to a restaurant with your cooler when you really don't have to you know quality of life and balance is key guys and i think that's that's a good a good way to end this yeah, when I first started off coaching, uh, I realized that a lot. But as my systems refined and as I learned more and gained more knowledge, especially working with multiple coaches and co collaborating with them, um, I implemented that type of mindset early on in the program. So when they did get lean enough, they knew it was still okay to, to go out and have some food and enjoy their family and stuff. Just starting, starting off right away with it. The key thing is, and like you've mentioned it a bunch of times, dude, it's just be mindful and conscious of what you're doing. Stay active and fucking enjoy yourself. The diet should not run your life. If you went overboard, it's okay. So what? Just promise yourself you get back on track the next day. That's it. And don't do me a favor. Do not go into the mirror and lift up your shirt and think no. all of a sudden. <laughs> That's that, right. That doesn't it's water. It's water. A lot of it's water. No, it, it's true. I've had, I, I have clients. I, I have eight clients now. I don't think that many. Um, and, and, one of the things I love about my clients is they all execute. Like if you don't execute, you're not willing to run blood work. You probably, I can't work with you. Um, and, but I have a couple of people that have come to me and they stress out and they're like, man, like I, I, I overate, I fucked up. I said, okay, if you really believe that, why don't you just yeah. say, fuck it, you know, fuck it. I, yeah. I, I tell them, and I have these consoles with them. And did you have a good time? Yeah, man. I had a great time with my, my girlfriend, you know, my family was there. I said, was it worth it? Well, kind. I'm like, was it worth it? They're like, yeah, yeah it kind of was. I said, then fuck it. Yeah, who cares? That's what are it. you gonna do? What are you gonna do tomorrow? Track. I want you to tell me what are you going to do tomorrow. He goes, I'm gonna fuck up. I'm gonna fuck up some ways. There you go, buddy. That's yeah. all. Dump right back yeah. in. Put those calories to work. You're fuck not you going up. to get fat by overindulging in calories one day. As a matter of fact, there's studies that show back-to-back -back refeeds. Okay, and this maybe not be may not refeed as long as you don't eat like an asshole. You know, there's studies that show that back-to-back -back refeeds are very beneficial to your overall physiology, to the way that yes. So there is science that proves it. So have that mentality. You're not, you're not, are you in contest prep? No, then fuck it. You know, fuck it. You enjoy yourself. Get back on plan because what? This is a lifestyle that we're creating. Exactly. This is not, this is not something that you're going to do for 12 weeks and then stop because you will get that otherwise. This is going to be something that you chose. You made a decision that you were going to live a, a healthier lifestyle and we fixed all your health markers. Now, yes, you're eating off a of Tupperware sometime almost every day, but do you, if you enjoy that process, you enjoy feeling healthy, then that's key. You know, when you go to the Bahamas in a, in a week or two, you know, is be cognizant. Make sure that you go out and walk. Make sure that you take the stairs instead of the elevator. Make sure that you're more active because you know that you're going to hate be adding additional calories. One of the things that you said um, last podcast we had, which was which made a lot of sense, is when you coach, when I coach, and I do the same principles that you do. As a matter of fact, I I don't take a client without reversing them all the way back. I reverse every client that I take. I fix their markers first, make sure their cholesterol is in good place. We, we put a protocol for that, and then I do a full reverse. I never take anybody right off the bat and do a cut. I do a full reverse, make sure how we get them to the right place in calories. It's a journey and. and if you can do that and maintain your metabolism, when you go on vacation, the impact that your, your, the food that you consume will be very minimal That's in right. comparison if you had a jacked up metabolism.
you have more room. You just literally have more room to function with because it's hard to go over your allotted amount of calories that your body's acclimated to. Yeah. If you choose to just have three meals. Absolutely. When your uh, again, calories are nice and high. You know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a guy, a, a, a guy that I coach, he's like 4,200 calories and you know, it's hard to eat 4,200 calories guys. I, that's really hard. It's, it's hard. hard to eat 4,200 calories. I mean, he's a big boy. It's still yeah. pretty hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've done, I, I've done 4,500 calories when I was trying to get really, really big and I was training with Jason and um, man, it's, it's a lot of food, especially if it's clean food. Every, every, you know, you're just digesting food and you're like, man, I got to eat rice again. Like I just, I still fall for my previous meal. Right. But that's a whole different story. Cause we're, we're actually, we're talking about more of a prep, more of a bulk here. We're talking about lifestyle eating and people that actually are eating to look good and going out for a dinner event, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that uh, any words to close any other, any other tips and, and, and motivational uh, hints to talk to close this podcast. Yeah, just um, you need the mindset, just knowing that you'll have a better quality of life and better results in the long run if you choose consistency over perfection. And the reason why is because perfection is unsustainable. So don't try to be perfect. Just be consistent. That's it. Amen. I couldn't say it better. I, yeah, I, I, I preach something very similar. I said, don't reach perfection because you'll never get there. But if you yeah. continue to strive, you'll get one inch closer and you get one inch closer. There's always something you're critical about. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier about how you look at yourself. You're like, oh, I look like shit. And people look at you. They're probably like, you want to punch you in the face. Uh, I'm not nowhere nearly as lean as you are. And I'm, I have ab lines. And people are like, man, you look jacked. You look really good. People at the gym always stop me. Like, man, you look amazing. And I'm like, it's funny you say it because I think I'm like shit, <laughs> you know, we ourselves have body dysmorphia in our mind. So be cognizant of those things. Uh, allow, allow yourself some leniency to, to, to really enjoy the things that matter guys. And I'm going to wrap this episode. As I always say, you know, um, love people that love you support them, be there for them. Don't let, don't get carried away by, by the, the, the prep food mentality when you're not in prep. Um, enjoy people because the people in your family and people that are around you are not going to be there forever. Learn to enjoy those, the times that you can spend with your mom, with your dad, with your grandma, eat out, eat, eat out, go ahead, have a meal, enjoy that. Because once that's gone, it's gone. It's gone. One, once those people that love you, that want to spend time with you and have a meal are gone, you can't go, you can't bring them back. And yeah, those are memories that you cherish forever. With that being said, guys, I'm going to wrap that this episode. Great having you on. Vinny, before we wrap up, tell our listening audience, where, do, where can they get a hold of you for coaching? Yeah, so my website is Vinny, V-I-N-N-Y-R-U-S-S-O.com. Um, that's my website. You could just fill out the contact form, look at the video testimonials, progress photos. Uh, but my main form of social media is Instagram. Very active on there. So that's uh, Vinny Russo underscore WBFF Pro. And just shoot me a message. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys, you heard it. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you. As always, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for always listening to uh, Team Amino Purina Hard Fast Fitness. Our podcast, actually, in the last 10, I think I mentioned to you, the last 11 podcasts reached 10,000 downloads, uh, which blows, blows my fucking mind, bro. It blows oh, yeah, my bro. mind. 
it blows my mind how many people actually reach out to us uh, for the content that we put out there. So thank you again for putting some really, really good tips, guys. If you guys need to get a hold of Vinny, he's one of the coaches that I really trust in getting you in the best shape. And his principles are principles that I, I myself share with my clients. And I really believe that our principles that are going to get you in a better lifestyle and a better in a healthier way for the long run so with that being said as i always end up god first family second guys love the people that love you and we are out